Uh, we keep interrupting Dion. Um, I know, Dion's it, trying to say something. It's, it's okay. It's fine. I feel bad. No, Dion, talk. No, because I don't want to get into an argument right now. <laughs> this is going to be such an anti-capitalist, anarchist <laughs> podcast. It's just... Like, I, I remember I remember listening to the st- songs, especially on like on the radio and either the static or it and, and, it, uh, it, it, and I couldn't. I, could, I'm like, I can't. I don't know what I this can't. is, but very like a personal thing. So it, what we've discovered is Matt's hell is he's driving through what, Kansas. Nevada, Kansas. Kansas. He's driving through Kansas. And that's the only thing on the radio. Gentlemen, I'm about to throw up. Please stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to All Topics No Pizza, where we start with a single idea, then add new topics until we are wandering aimlessly in the desert. I am Matt, also known as Ruminous. This is Dion. And I am the Ding Dong Bing Bong Boy, Nick. Okay. Dion, you had something so, you wanted real, to say? Yeah. Real quick. What, 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 what is wrong with you, people of Baltimore? Mean? What oh, is buddy, if I, the okay. actual... Mind, listen, because no, I am mad. I'm so mad. I'm still mad about this. I was at work, and I work as a scheduler at a radiology company, right? And we service all over Maryland, right? And so I take calls from people from all over Maryland, right? It doesn't matter. Um, I am fine with talking to anyone. People can have attitudes. People can be, oh, I've been on hold for 12 minutes. I've been on hold for 48 minutes. This is ridiculous. Why is it so? I don't care. Although the 48 minutes is a little ridiculous. We have high call volume. What can you say? We're popular. You know? Like, what are you going to do? <laughs> Your dumbass sat on the phone for 48 minutes instead of calling at a less call volume as time? That's, the, that's not my fault. That's <laughs> <laughs> not my fault. If I, didn't, I didn't sit there and, your, and my phone was ringing for 48 minutes while I just did other shit in the background. No, you sat on the line. I helped other people. You got your turn in line. You're fine. Um, I don't. I I can talk those people down, and I can deal with them, and I can change their mood. People will often be like, "Oh, you know what? I'm so sorry for. I di- I didn't mean to come off that way, and you were just so nice. And uh, thanks. I hope you've good. I've got. I, I get that, and it's great. I love it. I love changing people's moods and opinions. They're like, "What is wrong with this?" And at the end, they're just Even like, "Killing them with well, thank you so works. much." You know what? I never get that from. Anyone from fucking Baltimore. First of all, first of all, talk like you belong here. You're the only ones in the state that sound like that. Ridiculous. You sound ridiculous, right? Second of all, why is every single person I've ever talked to that wanted to be scheduled at our Baltimore office just so... Well, 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 Dion, why don't you give us your best approximation of what a Baltimorean sounds like? Absolutely not. Nope, I'm not giving uh, oh, that to oh, oh, so you're just you're just going to sit here <laughs> and complain about how they sound, and then when I ask you to tell me how they sound, 
Uh, the, you, the, you just got to fuck a bitch ba- out Baltimore, on me like ba- that? You know, I can describe Baltimoreans sound like... Um, Believe there's a video I can find for you. Oh, you, you can find a bunch. You just Google I mean, Baltimore I accent. No, but I want to hear Dion's interpretation <laughs> no, of Baltimore. Baltimore sound like... Um, they sound like... They sound like... <laughs> they sound like the last colony. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, Dion. <laughs> they sound like the English never left. They've got these weird pseudo-English accents. That they sound like Cockney for no reason. Baltimore. Welcome to Baltimore. It's just so... <laughs> I, I, I don't know. That was almost a little twangy. Uh, they, I mean, style. they got a little bit of southern twang in there it's, nowadays. It's, it's like it's, it's like it's like a twangy sort of. It's English. all right, sugar. I just got a little southern twang. So this is what happened, right? I was on the phone today. Dude's like, "Hello, I'm like, thank you for calling my company. How can I help you today?" Hello. Yeah, how can I help you today? Um, what are you in a rush or something? I'm just trying to schedule an exam. Okay, so first of all, I'm in a rush. I greeted you, and you didn't hear me, and that's my problem? Okay, sure. So we move on. I move on, and I'm like, okay, sure. What, what, how, I just, I just, I stay silent for a second, and he's like, are you there? I was like, I'm still here. Okay, well, <laughs> I'm not going to do an accent. Screw you, Nick. Um, <laughs> he's like, I, I just want to check on my exam. I want to see if I'm still scheduled. I'm like, all right, cool. What's your name? How about we start with useful information? I didn't say it like that, but in my head I did. <laughs> I'm like, okay, can I get your name, please? Dude's like, you know, my name is John Cena. Obviously a fake name. Um, I'm like, all right, and your date of birth? You know, it's January 1st, the first year, right? Put in his information. <laughs> the um, is old. No wonder he's got cancer. Yeah. So I put, in, I put in his information. I'm like, all right, you're scheduled for a regular exam. And he's like, can I? And he's like, how far is that from Essex? And I'm like, well, I don't know, but I can give you the address. So I give him the address. And he's like, damn, that's like an hour. By the way, he only has 30 minutes to get to the exam. He calls 30 minutes before his exam supposed to start. I don't even, <laughs> he says, I don't even drive for real. Okay. Uh, that sounds like you a think- you problem, sir. Wait, do you want me to pick you up? Because I can't. So, so, so I don't say anything. And then he doesn't say anything. <laughs> and then he doesn't. And he's like, hello? And I'm like, yes, sir. And he's like, I mean, that's like an hour away. I don't even drive for real. I heard you the first time. <laughs> and I'm just like, sure, I okay. feel like every second you're sitting on this phone, you're wasting valuable time so, to get to your appointment. So I'm like, okay, so he's not going to go. I get it, right? I'm like, all right, sure. I'll infer. Okay, do you want me to cancel your appointment? He's like, no. Nah, can I just do the, y'all have nothing in Baltimore? That's not how you pronounce Baltimore, by the way. It's Baltimore, um, according to sources. Yeah, Baltimore. You can't if you if you pronounce the T in Baltimore, you're wrong. Um, and I'm like, I mean, yeah, we have a location in Baltimore. Um, he's like, well, when I called before, they said I couldn't do the appointment in Baltimore. I'm like, well, right now you're just scheduled for this routine exam. Previously, according to your history, you were scheduled for a specialty exam, so they scheduled you in our specialty location, which is an hour from you apparently. And he's like, and and so we have this whole back and forth. Uh, I don't know why you the appointment was changed, dude. You did that because I don't change. We don't change appointments for fun. You have to be <laughs> on the phone when that happens. So presumably they explained it to you why they changed it, and eventually he explains it to me why they changed it because he knew the whole time. But prior to that, he had been we had like we had like ten minutes back and forth, like he didn't know. Oh, I'm being way too loud. Okay. Um. So then I'm like, okay. 
So what, for what you're scheduled for now, right? I can just move that anyway. If we want to go to Baltimore, we can go to Baltimore, right? It's fine. And it's another 10 minutes for some reason of him not wanting the appointment that I have available for him in Baltimore today. Admittedly, it was a little late. It was like seven or something. But most places aren't even open that late. Most places aren't going to give you an appointment today that you're rescheduling from today. Like all, for, by all accounts, this dude was being very ungrateful, right? Um, and my problem is... And also this, just not communicating. Very poor communicator. Um, and my problem wasn't just with this dude. My problem today was I had realized that every time I had a problem exactly like this, obviously I had other problems like this from other people going to other places. But every time I had a person that wanted to be scheduled at our Baltimore office, it was like this. It was like, uh, I'm canceling my appointment. Y'all too far away from me. Oh, um, yeah, I just want to schedule an exam in the Baltimore location. I'm like, okay, sure. Okay, cool. Can I just walk in? No, you can't just walk in. Yes, you need a referral from your doctor. No, <laughs> I don't care that you call three times this week. Like, they just, they complain too much. They don't have any initiative to help themselves. And it's just, like, it's not like I'm being like, oh, you just don't like this certain demographic of people. I represent most of Maryland. It's just Baltimore, yo. It's just Baltimore. I cannot stand. And 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 my sister's from Baltimore, right? My older sister, right? It's not every single person, but honestly, I mean, the it's majority. Never every single person. Yeah, the majority of the way that most of them talk triggers me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right, all right, all right. Well. No, be, no, because of these interactions. So now, when I hear a person with a Baltimore accent. I'm immediately on edge. Like, what the f- do you want? Uh, you know what? That's actually fair. I, I know this is weird, but I actually get that way around people who call me hun. I get hmm. very nervous. <laughs> uh, I don't know what it is. It's just something about the Southern, ah, hun, just immediately makes me be like, what the fuck are you thinking about in your <laughs> head? <laughs> I think- what devious thoughts are going behind your eyes? It's kind of a symptom of retail. I hate to say it, but working in retail makes you a prejudiced person. Yeah. Every oh, single absolutely. person that works in, pre- in retail, um, and not even work in retail, but I provide a service. I represent a company that provides a service, right? Um, it's a customer-facing position. You will develop these weird associations with types of people because of your limited scope, your interaction mm-hmm. with the community. It's confirmation bias. It's, it's 100% confirmation bias because nowhere in the world is anyone who has a job that's customer facing. Do you interact with a number of people that is just implicitly um, representative of the entire community in your area, right? Yeah. Unless you work at like an international hotel right. for the past 10 years, then maybe you have like, oh yeah, these kinds of people have a tendency to but, like, there's so many exceptions to all the kinds of people that exist in the world. Like, I can't imagine. But, like, 100%, all of my prejudices that I have now come from working in retail. Um, I, I fully agree. I actually think uh, uh, part of retail is, uh, 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 is, is literally built upon the concepts of prejudice. Yeah. Like, literally, I'm not going to name the company I work for, but if y'all guys have heard me talk, you might be able to infer based on what I've said before. Just don't say it. Um, but literally in the training for my job, you're told to profile. Like they don't use the word profile, but they're like, hey, if you see a person wearing a hood, has a backpack, 
uh, uh, wearing baggy clothing, doing this, looking like that, doing this thing. Like, you're told innately, like, this person's probably stealing. And I can't help but notice that often the depictions that they give these people, you know, the hoodie, the backpack, the, the this, that, and the other thing, are depictions of just people from urban areas. They're just... City that sounds people. so bad. And I, don't, I don't know what it is about the word urban, but it just because, does not no, sound and good. When I say urban, I don't mean like quote unquote black urban, which is yeah. what people use. I mean, literally people who live in urban cities like the uh, inner city are, are much more inclined to the hoodie, to the backpack, to these things. And well, also sadly, at, at age demographic as well. They're yeah, um, yeah, targeting yeah. young specific people. Type of people um, you know who doesn't get doesn't get dinged if if they're if they're wearing, uh, you know, small amounts of clothing and they have you know just aren't paying attention and are just smiling as they walk up and down the stores you're told not to worry about them it's like no those are the people who are stealing too anybody that walks through this door has the exact same amount of potential to steal um which is why i hate like anti-theft programs are like look for these key things it's like no you're just (laughs) telling me to stereotype and profile which is exactly what ends up happening. When I was younger and not as honorable, but very poor, I used to steal quite a good bit. And my trick was, I don't walk in my baggy pants. I don't. I, I look my best to not look like a stereotypical profile, whatever. But I would also buy something. Yeah. So I'd go through the aisles, steal the things that I wanted, and then I would buy something because it makes it less likely that I'm, I'm buying something. Yeah, I'm a teenager. I, I have profiles against me. But I'm buying something. I'm not in there for long. I'm not lingering. I'm not doing that weird thing where people like like a gopher or what is a oh. prairie dog just pops out and just looks <laughs> left and right. And just like, and I'm like, don't do that. You're making yourself. A t- that, that is profiling. That makes you look bad. You're, you're yeah. not crossing the street. What are you looking around for? <laughs> yeah. Like, don't keep and, your head and, on a swivel. And to, and to yeah. a certain extent, like def- defensive profiling in, in a retail environment is going to save you a good bit of headache if you can prepare yourself for it. You you are wrong though, like to do right. so. But it's it's almost natural in a way like because you're interacting with you're you're short you especially negative interactions. If you have a a series of negative interactions with any demographic of persons, you know that are related, you know, a certain age group, um, you know, a certain, you know, like they come in with a certain, a certain person, yeah. Um, you're going to develop a, a negative defensive prejudice and bias against them to protect yourself. It's it's a natural way to deal with it, but it is it is literally also the source of otherism and yeah. and and racism uh, in in a grander scale. Like you extrapolate that yeah. to how people in communities respond to other communities, and you just immediately you've you reinvented racism real fast. Um, <laughs> so it, on the one hand, it makes sense. It's you know people's ability, humans' abilities to form patterns, right? Uh, that's where that comes from. But yeah, also, like, yeah. you have to be aware that outside of your retail environment, you need to drop your prejudices back down. As a matter of fact, two things. Fun fact, um, the most common type of theft in America, at least, is wage theft. Your company's getting way more from you yeah. than they'll yeah. ever lose on any single product or series of products. Oh, we come in 15 minutes early. It's company policy. Um, it's personal policy that I'll be paid for the time that I'm here. You've bought my time yeah. and my labor. I'm not clocking in early for jack we, shit. We have a business transaction. Right. I provide my labor and time to provide a service for whatever dumb thing company you're that you are. 
and then you sell that service and you pay me a part of that basically but you're not paying me for the service you're paying me for me the, helping you s deliver that service yeah the time that, I, yeah that was very convoluted the way to say that that I, you know you you pay me to stock the shelves you sell the shit on the shelf you stop you pay me to stock them that is it that's the business transaction every moment that i'm here that i didn't choose to be here of my own accord due to this capitalist nature of the nation that we live in you're paying me for that time because i yeah. wouldn't be here otherwise and the second thing i was going to say is i'm pretty sure that it's also true that the majority of theft that happens at those major companies um where you employ retail workers happens from within the company yeah like so that's one of the things and, I, and yeah, I, I can say i can attest to that because <laughs> at, the, at, at that place <laughs> where himself. of course I am because I don't care I, I definitely stole a ton of stuff from the retail agency that I worked for um, because screw that company like and it's not like I was like oh yeah I'm gonna because um, I, I, I also used to work at a pharmacy a long time ago I didn't steal pharmaceuticals I'm not an idiot I'm not going down for a felony by accident because I didn't realize that this drug's non-retail price was $15,000 a pill or something no, but like I'm gonna take a candy bar off the shelf when I'm hungry. If I if I may give you a little anecdote here. Yeah. Uh, so at the company I work for, uh, one year about a year ago. Uh, no, two years ago because this is before the pandemic. Um, we were getting rid of all of the Easter candy, and one of our least sold items were those like peanut butter Cadbury eggs. Mm -hmm. So I had a literal trash bag of about 200 of them and i'm like so what are we doing and they're like <laughs> we're just throwing them out and i get a clever idea so i put it by the dumpster and i leave and i drive my car around and as i pull up to the dumpster to grab the bag my boss comes out and they're like, no way we saw what you did. We need you to throw that in the dumpster and leave. I'm like, are you fucking kidding? That really happened. Why is this yeah? Kermit oh the floor? yeah, this was this was uh, Jack 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 as you called him, uh, who was like, just just put it in the dumpster and leave. Just go. <laughs> I'm like, you're they're perfectly fine, and this is literally a metric ton of them. And they're like, yep, but throw them in the dumpster and go home. So I threw them in the dumpster, and I was livid because but seriously. My thing is Aren't that's dumpsters a crap. shit ton of chocolate candy that you're just throwing in the dumpster that hasn't gone bad because it definitely hasn't gone bad in the month it's been on our shelves um right and 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 could be given out could be eaten could be shared could be done this that and the other thing but no because it doesn't actually help our profits fuck anybody who wants these also side note for anyone who doesn't know because this is something that everyone should be aware of there's no such thing as a fucking expiration date, okay? It's called a best buy date, which is not a date by which you should best use or you should use it for its quality to be maintained. It is the date by which the the packaging company suggests that the company selling it should stop selling it. There's no such thing as a fucking expiration date on actual packaged goods. There are dates where they say, "Hey, maybe stop selling it at this point because it has a potential to go bad after this point. So don't look at milk and be like, oh, expiration date was a day ago. It hasn't literally turned to yogurt in the day it's been in the fridge. It's so, still perfectly fresh. Drink the fucking milk and you'll be fine. So, so I, I, sorry, I'm just real quick. So I totally knew that, right? And I understand that. 
right? I don't care. I'm I'm, I'm grabbing the milk with the longest best no, buy no, date in the back of the fridge. Fine. <laughs> if you're like, I wanna, I want the thing that is the freshest. That's one thing that makes perfect sense. But if all of the milk is a day past its best buy date, either go to a different store or buy that milk. Uh, so I'm gonna go on a little tangent. So I also worked for a milk factory. And so the way we would do the expiration or best buy date or whatever you want to call it is that they said milk produced milk as, as it's produced in this manner with the pasteurization and all that stuff will last generally five to six weeks. And what they do is they take gallons, like hundreds of gallons of milk, and they basically wait and sit around in refrigerated temperatures and say, how long will it last? And so they yeah. take the average and then they kind of subtract like a week from it because for the companies, it's better that they... It's better that the product is still good by the the best buy date than it'd be bad. So they usually are a lot more, uh, they're usually a lot earlier than they should be. Now, when you buy milk, I agree, you know, if it's a day late, maybe not. But also, be reasonable. If it's a day late and you are, you know, you, it takes you a week to drink a gallon, I wouldn't buy that gallon. There's that. Just saying, it's probably going to go bad by the time you're done not worth the risk. Just don't do that. Side note, who fucking takes a week to drink a gallon of milk? I don't... I can literally go through a gallon of milk oh, in it's a me. day. It's me. You and I can't other Nick... I, can't, I cannot you? drink milk. I cannot yeah, drink no. milk. I have... I, I mean, so I'm going to hell because apparently I drink almond milk. Um, no, I've had that almond milk almond in there. Almond milk is delicious. But uh, I've had that same almond milk in there for like three weeks. One, it, it doesn't go see, bad at all, basically. I, I, actually, I actually understand that because almond milk, so, uh, side note, I, I don't fucking like nuts. Nuts are nasty. Like, pistachio is probably the closest to nut I'll get. And maybe cashew if I'm really in a mood. But, like, if you hand me a bowl full of almonds as a snack, prepare for me to have that thrown against your wall in the next two seconds. I also don't um, like eating almonds. I don't. I don't. No, they're, they're gross and nasty so, to me. So no, man, I'm, fucking, I'm all nuts all day. You give me that nuts, nice salty nuts in my mouth, I'm very happy. So when I drink almond milk, Sorry, I, I, have to. I, I get the <laughs> sensation <laughs> of having just eaten <laughs> almonds. Yeah. And it it fucks me up, man. It, like, messes with my mouth. It makes me feel weird. So I totally get, like, mm, I'm going to take a while to drink this. Side note, um, <laughs> I don't care. This that is all I, side notes. Yeah, I don't care that it's awful to... Per support. I mean, I do care. Support almond milk. Um, it's really weird if you just still drink milk, regular cow's milk. Nah, man. No, dude. It, no. It's, it's freaking weird. Humans are I really can't. weird for that one. It's delicious. Uh, it's, it's not. not. <laughs> it's delicious, my dude. It is, it is. It is not. It is so weird that we, as a mammal, are like, you know what's better than our milk? Their milk. Because <laughs> we can make it into cheese and shit, yo. I but will never denounce cheese. But milk on milk, its own? Cow milk, for whatever reason, makes the best cheese. Nah, man. <laughs> I mean, some people will debate that goat cheese is better. And you know what? If that's your preference, I that's you. You know what? You're good. Um, and if you sit here and tell me that American cheese is the greatest creation since sliced bread, unfollow I us. Probably don't even listen. You. No, Stop and listening. this is this is one of the things we said last episode. We're generally accepting of all peoples. I'm going to add another one to the list. If you like American cheese product, because it's not cheese, it's plastic cheese shit. Product. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like I don't care if go you're like, home. Oh, this is this is the thing I put on my grilled cheeses because it's cheap. You know what? Fair. 
fair. Fair. Okay. Yeah, fair. But if you're I, like, I, bad, I just you know, like that, craving a slice that of does good not. old like, craft American. It's like, like it's like who yeah, I was just saying like this person. It's like Velveeta mac and cheese or craft mac and cheese. Look. I'm not going to denounce. If you want to eat that, that's sure. But don't sit there and tell me this is better than real mac and cheese. Eat my ass. It is not. <laughs> that shit is gross. But I understand life is hard. You know, sometimes you get like Havarti cheese is expensive as shit. If, if your thing is like, hey, I don't support the meat industry because of how devastating it is to the world. That's your prerogative. And I respect that. I respect that you make that decision because you hold the world. And added safety to that degree. However, if you then come at me and call me a trash human being because I don't care, that's when we have problems. There are because so as much many as other I things, do care. So many other things you could call Nick a trash person for. Right. As much <laughs> as I do care. As much as I don't care about your issues with the meat industry, I do care about my continued love of meat. And if I can find a cheap, ethical way of sourcing this meat, that'd be great. Chances are I won't find it cheap if it's ethical. It will <laughs> most likely be a bougie artisan hipster thing that I will pay a dozen times more for. Yeah, what um, is with artisanal bread? Like, I don't understand that. It's just better. I just, I, I it's will not say, white um, I can't stomach the cost of paying three loaves, the price of three loaves of bread for one. Um, I was going to say, I'm not going to plug them right now, but in response to what you're saying that um, some companies just throw out things so they look kind of a little bad, there's a company that you can buy your groceries from um, yes. that will just sell you basically. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, but like some of the, so they also sell other things. So sometimes their reason for having it in stock is excess supply, which means that it's perfectly fine, but the store is definitely not going to sell it. And that stuff can be a little bit expensive, um, but they still sell it a little bit cheap. I, you can get some really nice produce and other gross, fresh groceries for relatively cheap. When I say relatively cheap, shit is still expensive. <laughs> Just yeah, cheaper than you would have gotten Where's my company that retail. sells off-looking meat? Never mind. Don't do that. If that's your idea, I, please never don't, do that. Don't Google Don't that. have ideas anymore. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that reminds me. I didn't finish what I was saying. Uh, so, we used to throw away thousands of dollars of, you know, shit per day at a grocery store. And my comment to the store manager at the time was, Give this to the employees. I don't understand why you're not doing that. The ones that you're not donating, the, like the stuff that you legitimately just are, are just throwing away that is still good and healthy or whatever. Nope, because it encourages employees to steal. So giving them free shit encourages them to steal. I don't follow your logic at all. Because what I'm going to do is I'm going to continue to steal this shit until you give it to me for free. <laughs> I, and that only, is what I did. The only like, logical... Yeah. thing that I've heard a company say is we don't want to give away excess food waste to employees because it encourages them to make waste. That's different than yeah. what you said or yeah. what you said yeah. he said. Yeah, um, and I've, I've heard that one too. I still don't believe that. I don't believe that the statistically large, large enough because yeah. the thing is after, and I worked there for five Who years. Who has time I, to make waste yeah. when you're working a retail job? Like really? And I, I can mean, tell you, I worked realistically, at McDonald's. Realistically, the I only thing I yeah. do at my job is make waste because I spend so much time in the bathroom avoiding doing my job. Gross. So I spent, I, and I worked at McDonald's. It was the same thing. Like if we made a wrong order or someone didn't want something, I mean, we would just, we would eat it or take it or whatever. But we never purposely ruined something. 
Mm-hmm. Even we were allowed to do that. We never purposely did that. I'm sure that it happens, but again, it's not a statistically large enough thing to validate your shitty thing. Right. right. Exactly. So at the uh, grocery store, so- I spent four years uh, fighting for this, and said, so, and I basically, I basically made like a PowerPoint and said, if you like, we don't make out of money. These people are hungry. They're tired. If you give them some of the excess food that we throw away, they they'll be eating away. healthier because a lot of it's produce. They'll have they'll more be energy. Eating a lot- like they'll be help, they'll be happier to come in because they're gonna get free shit, and they'll also have the energy because a lot of them go hungry. Guess what? I don't eat all the time. I eat one meal a day because that's what I can afford. I would love to come into work, which I do because I steal the shit anyway. But it took four years. And he eventually got fired, the store manager, and a new one came in, and I was able to convince him, and he and he listened to me and he agreed with it. And guess what? Everybody was a lot happier. Everybody was great because it was not only just. The food, because we were a grocery store, like a roll of toilet paper would get ripped out of the packaging. We can't sell it anymore. So people would just take it home. And like now you're saving so, on so much. The store is also saving on much because the store pays per pound when they have the dumpsters come in. So now you're saving money there. You're saving money here. The employees are happy. Everything's going well. And people are happy to come in to work. Not entirely, but more than they were before. <laughs> like that's so, the other thing. Why, who? No one has to be here. Why do I have to pay some clandestine organization to live? I have to live. I, so, I, think, so I was not given a choice. I, Sorry. This just I became think, an anarchist podcast real quick. It I always mean, was. I, I feel like <laughs> the very nature of how we do conversations makes it an anarchist podcast. If, if, no, you, if you couldn't tell no law and order that here. we were an anti-capitalist, <laughs> low intuition. No, but so here's, here's how bad it's gotten, actually. I'm sure both of you have maybe seen this headline uh, in the recent week. But if you weren't aware, there is a Wisconsin school board in uh, Waukesha, Wisconsin, Waukesha, Waukesha, Wisconsin school board uh, may had a had the opportunity to uh, uh, give free meals to all their students through a federal, federal free meal program. And they opted out of it. What a bunch Say, of fuckheads. Saying that I giving all of the this. children free meals would make them would, lazy. Would make them lazy. Would, uh, and I believe their exact wording was uh, uh, assistant superintendent was afraid they would become spoiled, said he feared they would be slow, be a slow addiction to the service. <laughs> and it's like, these are fucking children. children. So what do you want the children to do? teaching. There is something weird about what? Americans and free shit that I don't understand. But it's also like the whole point. Like Americans love free shit. But so let unless me, they let have me, to give it to someone else. Let me add on to this. So the headline now is that they've reversed that decision. the The Board of Education for Waukesha County has reversed the decision to opt out of it. I want you to guess what the vote looked like for the reversal of this decision. Fifty one forty nine. So it's a it's a nine person council. The board uh, of ed is nine people. So fifty one forty nine. So five four. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, five four. Four people of the nine still, still believe that children yeah. deserve to go hungry. That was the easiest thing in the world. <laughs> I know. A, it was American council. They, they, um, yeah, they wanted children to go hungry. Yeah. Of the ninety seven percent of Wisconsin school districts that were eligible, Waukesha was the only one to opt out of the extension of this plan. Oh, can you tell me the average age of the four that decided against it both times? Uh, I don't think I can. I guarantee you, it's above sixty. 
Um, no, but I can tell you this. Uh, the four members that uh, voted against it stated that the reversal was due to bullying by the public and not a legitimate concern. And I'm like, that's what legitimate that's concern exactly is. Exactly what legitimate I, concern is. <laughs> Some board members said, that. here we go. Some board members said if they voted to reverse course, it would be given into a hateful mob and giving over power to federal government. No, it like, would be giving power over to the people because the people the, were able to overturn their decision because that is what they wanted for their children. Like the kind Welcome of to America. dissonance you need to believe A, children deserve to go hungry. B, they deserve to go hungry and the government doesn't have the right to tell me they don't. And C, their parents don't have the right to tell me they don't is the most fucked up of thing you could be as an educator. Like, to think that way proves that you should not be a part of the education system. To think that you, as the, the educator, should have the right to hold sway over the health and safety of the children is the know, most fucked up. I don't know of, uh, how this particular board works, but most boards in America are either appointed by a public official who was voted in or are public officials who are voted in, which means that they represent the people. So the fact that they thought that when they reversed the order due to public bullying wasn't them representing the will of the people is, are we, are we not even trying, are we not even pretending that we're still a democracy? Are we done pretending? Is this just full on <laughs> like so, uh, power grabs board member, for- Board member Kelly Piaksek, I'm not even gonna try and pronounce it properly because I it's spelled P-I-A-C-S-E-K, so P-I-A-C-S-E-K, um, okay. said, it's time for parents and community members to start paying attention to the forces at work here. When the federal government is responsible for feeding all students at all times, regardless of need, they have ultimate authority, and we don't need local school boards anymore. And I'm like, that's not what this is about! Not this is how you Stop about, making this a political thing and understand <laughs> no, no, no. this is about the children. Not only is this not what this is about, but as a former teacher, I am perfectly fine with removing <laughs> the school boards. You all <laughs> suck ass. Holy shit, because it was a bunch of people who had practically never been in education, never taught a day in their lives, yeah, or were elected business often business by man. cronyism or nepotism, and then telling me, you shouldn't be doing that. This is bad for the children. Mah, 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 mah. Uh, and but so here we are. Board member Anthony Zenobia accused administrators of asking for the change, of course, because of intimidation and threats. Like Piaksek, he opposed using more federal funds for meals. If it's food and free lunch today, it will be forced masking, forced whatever we want to do in schools because what? the mob will have power to tell us what to do. All right, we're going to stop so, the podcast wait, right wait, here wait. just so I can remind everybody of a single thing that happened almost 10 years ago at this point. If we let the gays get married, the horses are next. Anybody no. have married a horse recently? No. Stop. Stop it, with this bullshit. Stop with this the slippery is, slope argument. Yeah, it yeah, doesn't it, work. Yeah, you, you, you learn not to use... This is why I left speech and debate on the debate side. I couldn't... The, they fully endorse you. They teach you all these fun little, you know, debate tactics and things. And it's fun for kids to use these techniques against each other. But I couldn't get over the fact that it was just a little too real. The the because you 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 learn to intentionally use logical fallacies to your advantage, mm -hmm. and like the minutest of outdated facts were just completely dismissed. Um, and it's just like yeah, all, all this slippery slope BS, the straw man fallacy. They teach you how to avoid all these things on your own topics, but and also how to 
create them and attack your opponent with them. And I'm just like, too many of these politicians just practice open logical fallacy daily mm-hmm. in attempt to mislead the masses. Also, the angry mob, do you mean the parents of the children right. that are... Yeah. What? The issue... And I say this, and I'm going to explain it very clearly because both of you are going to push back. The issue is not capitalism itself. Yes, it is. I'm telling you. <laughs> no, sorry. It's the greed. It's the greed in general. It's the need it's, for control. Because it's capitalism is not the problem. And the same way that I'm going to say communism oh, is not a problem. It. It's humans that are the problem. Yeah. Because capitalism, again, capitalism, communism, socialism, on paper, are perfect ideologies. It's capitalism, the human mentality yeah. that fucks it up. Yeah. So capitalism is all about you provide a service, and if your service is valuable, you get paid that proportionally how valuable that is. And either the, the the more you provide it or the greater quality you provide it, the more you make. That makes perfect sense. If you provide a service that is valuable to your society, yeah. yeah, your community, you should get rewarded equally for its value. Great. Communism is all about we all work together to build the society. We are a community, community. And so we pull our services together for the most part. A lot of people get what's wrong is that in communism, you still have private property. It's just that there are certain things that you share as a community and you bring together and pull together. And again, I'm very, I'm bare bonesing this. There's a lot more shit that goes into, you know, all these things. And the difference between what you own and what we own to do the little Soviet thing. But my, the, 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 prob- the problem. My favorite meme right now. Yeah. Your the, thing, our thing. And it's a picture of Bugs Conrad. Bunny for some yeah. reason. <laughs> So the thing that bothers me is that people go, capitalism sucks or communism sucks. I'm like, uh, no, humans suck. So, and that's why when people say they're pro-capitalism, I say, and they're, they're against communism or government outreach. I was like, it's because of government outreach that your kids don't lose their fingers anymore. Because mm-hmm. we used to be a laissez-faire capitalist society, which is no rules, all money, let's go. And what happens is you have people working seven days a week, not getting overtime, getting <laughs> black lung from coal mines. You had children getting trapped in wells, get ch- children getting collapsed in the giant looms and the industries and all those sorts of stuff until the governments went, no, all right, we got to put a stop not to this because companies don't give a shit. They you know don't. Was? They never have. What would you say? You know what it was? What? It was all money, no people. <laughs> We constantly fuck up. And every time another society gets big and, and and takes power, it makes the same fucking mistakes. If you don't want humanity to make the same mistakes, then you stay small. I, That's the only way to do it. Mm, no, and you I, will I, not you you will not have a society to to quote Matt, you will not have a society that 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 spans our entirety of the globe. That will not make the same mistakes we have made a thousand times over. Yeah, we think we won't make those mistakes, mm, but yeah. we'll just change the circumstances under which we make those mistakes. Well, you, you need to learn from your past. And that some of that could be maybe don't, you know, drink so much. Don't learn your limits, all those sorts of things. But also as a society, you need to learn what did we do wrong and how did we get there? That's the thing a lot of people don't understand is the root cause of these events. How did we get to this situation? How did Hitler come to be? How did Stalin come to be? How did the United States come to be? All these sorts of things. And it shows you the progress of the human mind and the problems that we overcame or caused. Yeah. 
How um, does the other side of that phrase go? Um, you got to give me the first part. Yeah. I, ten seconds. Jesus. <laughs> um, how does the other part of that phrase go where it's like, um, those do not know their history are doomed to repeat it, but those that do... But those that do are doomed, are doomed to, to, watch, to, watch, to watch it. Yeah. 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 It's just, it's, it's such a... Def- I hate it. When I learned the other half of that, I was just like... What's the point? <laughs> well, Hitler Hitler became mostly because of the Treaty of Versailles, which destroyed Germany. And the Treaty of Versailles is very similar to the treaty that Rome signed with Carthage that also destroyed Carthage. And guess what? Carthage did the exact same thing and nearly killed Rome. The thing that saved Rome was that Hannibal, as he's literally marching on the gates of Rome, and Rome had no soldiers because they were off in Spain, Hannibal said... No, I don't want to destroy you. I want us to come to peaceful terms. I, I'm going to say honestly, that was a bad mistake on his part because they killed him. But I, I, but that's the type of thing of like we did not learn from that mistake, and that was two thousand years ago. And you need you need to understand how shit happens. You can't just say Hitler bad, okay? But why? How did he become the way he was? Sure, right. there are people who are just bad and evil. Typically, though, there are reasons for how it happens. Mm-hmm. Even even every single serial killer, born with you know pieces of them that made it more likely that they would end up there, were not guaranteed to be those things when they were born. There was a complex stew of events and environments and interactions that caused them to be what they would become. But people rarely think in that same way now. If I just do a little thing now, it drastically changes the course of history every time like no one does little things to help the future now they because just it's not as fun to about. don't ever expect that people know what you'll be when you're born and don't ever I mean, expect you don't that you know what you'll be, be exactly. in 10 years but it, i i was yeah. talking to my dad recently who's like 50 he said he's 55 mistake not my real dad oh okay cool yeah I, I, i'm not fucking talking that piece of shit <laughs> i was like first of all wrong don't uh, do that again <laughs> so so for the podcast it's not very clear so i have a real biological father a real biological family that i have abandoned because they are worthless sacks of shit that's the best way that's to a technical it. term yeah technical term. Uh, i talked to I, ta- I talked to a bunch of scientists they said that's the best term for it but then i was basically adopted by my best friend's family and i called them my family now because they are my family but he, this dad, who is not an absolute piece of shit, uh, he was, he's 55 and he was talking about it. And he said, and I, and I was mentioning it, I was like, I left teaching, I'm IT, and I'm like, I really don't know what I want to do. Like, I'm working, I'm happy, I'm content. I'll put it that way. I'm content with what I do. And he said, buddy, I'm 55 and I still don't, wanna, don't know what I'll be when I grow up. And I was like, all right. So all that shit was a lie when you asked me in... 9th, 10th, and 11th, 12th grade, what do you want to do for the rest of your life? How the fuck do I know? You don't even know. <laughs> Assholes. I still don't know what I want to be. I want to be a person who doesn't have to worry about what I want to be. It it, it saddens me about the, the, the female and the joggers in general who, you know, for example, I saw a, a thing earlier in one of the groups I'm in on Facebook where it was talking about a, a woman who who was running and she passed somebody and they said, oh, you're later than usual. And it made her realize it made her realize that this person had been aware of her jogging. This this leads uh, me to one of my favorite phrases of this generation. Please do not perceive me. 
<laughs> in my mind, I perceive that as, oh, this is a person who has realized that this is your this is your typical thing. And it has become a part of their day as well. I was going to say. And to them, you. the comment is innocuous and harmless, mm-hmm. most likely. Most likely. Most and likely. it saddens me that the person who receives this comment for the sake of their own safety is not choosing to, but is required to now wonder if that person is a danger to them. Right. Because that's not something like be- if I had a daily sort of routine and I crossed the same person every day, I would notice if they were late. So that's that is a perfect situation where it is the intent does not match at all what was perceived right. and it, and justifiably justifiably on the jogger i totally get the the oh, no. oh you're, you're you're not on time today i totally get where that comes from you know, i also yeah, get sure. why it's received wrong yeah, i would i understand entirely the pattern recognition the thing i don't understand and i think it's just because i'm older and i've done some say shit. that out loud yeah why yeah. would you say that out loud so um, is it going no. to, to go in a story a quick story about one of the many failed advancements towards women is that there was a girl that I was interested in and we're talking or whatever and we don't it's not a date but we're hanging out by ourselves and she says why don't like we're going around the, the college campus we're talking around and you know I'm just kind of gauging basically I'm just testing the water to see where things are and then we go into the woods and we go through like a different pathway and stuff and at a certain point I gather basically the courage and the understanding and then I stop myself because I go we're in the middle of the woods. There are no witnesses. There is only one path out of here. If she is not 100% interested in pursuing me romantically, she's an idiot. There's only two options. Yeah. Well, exactly. I was saying, I'm like, I wasn't going to say she's an idiot. I'm like, no, she's. It's it's like that. It's always that always sunny um, reference. It's the implication. So yeah, my, implication. my intention was not at all. Never at all to be like, I'm going to trap you in the woods and you have to go out with me. No, it was, I was testing the waters. I really like who you are. You like the, the conversations we had have been flowing and we have good communication. Uh, you're kind of funny. You're cute and all this sort of stuff. And so now I'm not only warmed up to you and I like this and I kind of want, I want to see if you're interested. And then I stopped myself because I was like, I realize I've put myself in a situation where I look like the murder yeah. rapist. I know, yeah, I know what the situation you, you, you looks like. The power by accident. Yeah, exactly. They, they accidentally put this person under duress, basically. Yeah, yeah. and and, and, um, it, and it makes me sad twofold because it makes me sad that they have to worry about it. That the that the person who's now in this situation with Matt, where he is now the murder rapist. Whose idea? Was it makes me sad the that they have to worry about that. Totally understand why they have to, but it makes me sad that they have to worry about that. Well, and it I'm, also makes me sad that now Matt has to sit here and deal out, deal with the fact that he's created a situation wherein this person could feel completely terrified. And say, the effect that has on his psyche as well. Whose idea was it to walk into the woods? Uh, hers. I was going to say, so that's what I was going to say. Are you sure you shouldn't have been a little bit more scared than you were? Like, you should have been a little bit worried. Along with this, again, as someone who's come from Philly and been in fights and I've also done a lot of stupid shit and been in stupid situations, half of what stopped me was not only being, I was an older man. I think I was 22, 23 at this point. So I was older. I had experience. I have sisters. I've heard some shit. I've seen some shit. So I understand what women go through. Not entirely. I'm not going to be that fucking obtuse and arrogant. But I understand generally if you're in a position where she can't safely escape or safely get away, 
or there's no one there to protect her, maybe don't put her in a situation as a man to do those sorts of things. The other thing that stopped me was if I was in her position and she said the same thing, what would I do? And I would have mm-hmm. the same reaction of, oh, fuck. You brought me out to the I'm middle of the woods die. where there's no one here, no sound, no one's going to hear me. I'm going to say yes so that you hopefully don't murder me. You still might, <laughs> but the chance is less. You know, I, yeah, maybe it's because you were away. I was, I'm not following a person into the woods, even as a <laughs> like, man. It doesn't end well. It ends yeah. with burning crosses. Not, and it's not news. happening. Um, good on oh you for God. being very confident. Not me. <laughs> we can stay on the path outside the woods. Yeah. No, I insist. That's my favorite tree is over here. It's so nice and this perfect weather for it. You could you could go in there and take a picture and bring it back to me, and that's fine. I ain't <laughs> we, going near these woods. <laughs> I'm I'm close enough to the woods that I'm already in danger. Like this is I don't know what yee yee hillbilly inbred mutant people are living in these woods, and I ain't fucking tempting fate. Then I have a question. Oh, yes. Okay, great. Uh, if you went to hell and discovered that hell is just a land of minor inconveniences, what would your personal hell be like? <laughs> How privileged are you in hell for them to be minor conveniences? I mean, I mean, literally minor inconveniences. Like, you can never keep your hands on things. There's always uh, someone in the bathroom whenever you go to use it. Um, you know, you know the okay, answer okay, to a okay. question and somebody else answer, gets picked. I know the answer to this one right away. Okay. Um, it would be the YouTube video that I'm trying to watch keeps buffering, even though I've got perfect signal. <laughs> and I mean, like, keeps buffering, like two seconds. Buffering. Like, literally, two you refresh buffering. the page, still buffering. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> even when it does play, it's like 240p and you're like, how? You know, it, no, it's, it's, it's perfectly, you know, max quality. It's just you only get two seconds buffered at a time. And then it's tw- 30 seconds of buffering for two more seconds of video. Oh, God. Old YouTube oh meets modern quality. Ooh. Yeah, because like, yeah, that would be because it's a minor inconvenience. You're going to finish the video eventually. You're there for all of eternity. No, I'm not. I can't. Yeah. I can't do with that. <laughs> Any buffering or stuttering yeah. like that, I cannot. Hell. He said hell. That would be hell for me. <laughs> yeah, no, it's literally like minor inconvenience hell. What was your minor inconvenience hell? Like, I, I remember, I remember listening to song, songs, especially on like on the radio, and either the static or it, and and it, 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 I couldn't, I could, I'm like, I can't, I don't know what I this can't. is, but very like a personal thing. So it, what we've discovered is Matt's hell is he's driving through what, Kansas. Nevada, Kansas. Kansas. He's driving through Kansas, and that's the only thing on the radio. Gentlemen, I'm about to throw up. Please stop talking. <laughs> uh, for me. Uh, my my hell of inconveniences. It's sort of a tie. I'm not sure which. It would either be, as I said, anytime I picked something up, I would instantly drop it. Uh, and like, and not of like my own volition of like literally. I'd have it, think I have it firmly, and then it would just slip out of my hands. And I'd go to pick it up, and I'd have it for another two seconds, and it would slip out of my hands. Because that happens more frequently than you think it does to me. I will literally drop my keys three times before I firmly grasp them. Firmly grasp it. Insane. <laughs> um, Love it. I hate you. You know what my second one would be? Um, I was. It would be. Uh, Should I just had it? Um, no, that happens in real life. Um, I just had it. Man, this is wonderful to listen to. 
<laughs> I'm always about to say something, and then right before I say it, I forget. yeah, it's always tip on the tongue. That's no, no, another that's, good minor. That's just my actual life. Hell. No, um, did you did you actually say yours, or did we give you yours, man? <laughs> so do you have an answer, Matt, or are yeah. you good with driving through Kansas with barely no, functioning radio? That is not a mild inconvenience. Driving through Kansas is a major goddamn pain in my ass that I hope to never right, well, goddamn do again. Well, this is the episode where we make Baltimore hate us. We don't need to make Kansas hate he's, us in the same gonna, episode. He's gonna put a brick on his. On his on his accelerator and then jump in front of the car if that happens again. Oh my god! <laughs> Anybody, and, and even people in Kansas. If if I if you tell people, yeah, I drove through Kansas to 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 uh, to get to the other side, and it took me eight hours, they'd be like, yeah, that would be miserable. I then I go, I did it three times. I spent twenty four hours in Kansas trying <laughs> to get out of Kansas. I spent a whole pretty- cumulative day in Kansas. Trying not to be there. And I'm sure there's parts of Kansas that are very nice to visit. I wasn't funny. there to visit, though. I was there to I was there to get out after the turmoil I've been of driving 24 hours and going, it never ends. Oh, my God. My mild inconveniences will be things just out of reach. That is a mild inconvenience. That you had to get out of your comfort yeah, I got, the thing is, It's not like I, I can get up and go. I can get up and go. Press the button if I want to. But, but you I'm also you lean and do it. Yeah, it's just it's right there. It's not if it was you know far enough away. I'd be like, well, I don't have a choice. It's right there. Like I can I can feel it scraping <laughs> feel the it. very tip of my not finger. Limber enough. Yeah. And you're like grabbing stuff around you to try to make yourself just a little bit longer, but nothing's working. Yeah. So the very it's a very it's it's a tantalizing thing. It's right there, and I just I just can't get it and it's ooh it's a mild inconvenience and the most mild inconvenience because if i just so, get off my lazy ass and go do it to, oh my god to explain where this question comes from there is a stop motion movie called to movie called to hell and back mm-hmm. where uh when they get oh, yeah, to hell they that. witness yeah when they get to hell they witness all of the things that hell has in 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 store for people and one of them is a character called the welcome to hell demon whose whole shtick is he just creates minor inconveniences for people. So for example, one of the ones we see him doing is he works a he's working at a Taco Bell Pizza Hut combination thing and the person the, the spirit who's in hell is trying to order a pizza but the Taco Bell Pizza Hut is all out of pizza. It only has Taco Bell. And 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 he's like <laughs> is, uh, we're never gonna have what you want why don't you try ask it again and the guy's like well, well you just you just told me he's like ask again <laughs> and the guy's like i'd i'd like a sausage peach he's like we ain't got no sausage pizza you want a chalupa <laughs> <sighs> welcome to hell Thanks, everybody, for listening. We started with Baltimore Attitudes, and we ended up with being trapped in the woods and being asked out on a date. And we, just like you guys, have no idea how we got there either. We hope you enjoyed it, and hope to see you next Thursday. If you want to support us, we have a Patreon page. I, Ruminous, will stream on Twitch every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I upload to YouTube, and I've also published two books, and you can support us that way as well, if you'd like. Well, 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 Dion, why don't you give us your best approximation of what a Baltimorean sounds like? Absolutely not. Nope, I'm not going uh, oh, to. Oh, oh, so you're just you're just going to sit here <laughs> and complain about how they sound, and then when I ask you to tell me how they sound, uh, the, you you just going to fucking bitch out on me like that? Buddy, I I was yeah. talking to my dad recently, who's like fifty. He said he's fifty five. Mistake. Not my real dad. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I'm not fucking talking that piece of shit. <laughs> I was like, first of all, wrong. Don't uh, do that again. <laughs> oh, gosh, I'm so sorry, Matt. <laughs>